Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 846 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. Joining us right now from the Baltimore banner, he is Jonas Schaefer. What's going on, Jonas? Doing well, doing well. We can barely hear you. You had a tweet yesterday, and I'm going to read directly uh, from the tweet. There have been 568 NFL games played this season, including in the playoffs. The Ravens' run design rate Sunday versus Kansas City ranked 563rd, sixth lowest. Um, Jonas, I've watched this team for a long time, uh, multiple eras, and they've always been a run-first team. This team right now possesses arguably the best running quarterback in the National Football League, who, by the way, has proven to be a good pa- a good passer as well. But I-, I scratched my head at the game plan that I saw Sunday. Yeah, me too. I mean, if you want to be charitable to Todd Munkin, you can say that a couple of those early runs that they didn't look like they had much of a chance and that it was smart to, to move away to the pass. But, you know, I disagree with that because you you had the, the long run by Gus Edwards, his, his only run of the first half where he breaks a 15-yarder. That came after like a 21-yarder from Lamar where he busts up the middle. I mean, those two runs uh, were, you know, big runs in their only scoring drive of that game. You know, their only touchdown scoring drive of that game. So, you know, it, it never got so out of hand in the third quarter that you needed to ditch the running game entirely. Uh, I mean, you know, even when you think about that 2019 loss to the Titans in the playoffs, I, I still think they finished with like 21 carries. And for this one to have 11 design runs, 10 fewer than that one, uh, it, it's just kind of mind-boggling. And, you know, we talked to the players uh, after the game. We talked to them Monday as they're cleaning out their locker rooms. Everyone kind of towed the party line, said, you know, you can only run the plays that are called. And there's also the, the consideration that, like, you know, Lamar being as empowered as he is at the line of scrimmage might have had a hand in, in you know, calling uh, the run play if, if he had an option or calling the pass play, excuse me, if there was an option of two that he got from from Todd Munkin in his headset. So there, there's a lot of opacity to this, but still it, it's not a good process to, to run the ball as few as they uh, as they did on Sunday. Yeah, it's just it's, it's. I find it really hard to believe that they just didn't panic, like they did, because that's the feeling I got when they had the Tennessee collapse in nineteen, where they're behind by one score, eight points, and they stop running. Here, it's the same thing. They're behind by seven at, at one point. We're not going to run anymore. Gus had I think one handoff in the first half, and like, and then the stupid penalties, you know, the headbutting and the things like that, and the taunt. It just to me felt like the wheels started to come off for absolutely no reason. 
They were they were a much better team than the Chiefs this year. Yeah, it, it, there was a lack of maturity that we hadn't seen in a long, long time. I mean, it, it's weird because I think the the game with their most penalties was the game to start the year. That was the game against Houston. If you guys remember, they had like 13 penalties or something, but it didn't matter because they were the better team from start to finish, and that was just a footnote. But so many of their penalties in that game on Sunday came back to bite them, you know, cost them points or or gave the, the, the Chiefs more weapons, uh, you know, more ammunition to go get points. And you know, the, the confusing thing about just how much they kind of choked a little bit in that in that uh, second half when they were trailing in the second quarter as well is that, you know, obviously Lamar had not spent a whole lot of time in a trailing position this year. But you, know, you look at the stats, he was the NFL's most efficient quarterback when the Ravens were trailing. You think about – you know, that game against the Rams where he comes back and leads them to that, that go-ahead score late in the fourth quarter. There's so many other times this year where he was trailing after the first quarter and he was lights out. But for whatever reason, you know, his own weaknesses, the, the Chiefs defense, the rain, the weather, the pressure, it just didn't come together. Jonas, what are your thoughts on Harbaugh? Um, he said the same thing in 2019 that he said – after this game about the run, you know, the, oh, just kind of got away from it. And uh, he's always the same guy when they lose, uh, very, you know, short-spoken. And then, of course, when they win, loves everyone. Um, what are your thoughts on what we've seen here? Do you place any blame at his feet? It's tough to say because, I mean, you, you can't blame him. for. Well, I don't want to say you can't blame him. You know, it, it's tough to blame the, the coach of a team that – that never trailed for, for not having them prepared <laughs> to, mm-hmm. yeah. to come back in the, in, the, in the third or fourth quarter. Um, you know, it's not like he can, uh, you know, intentionally dr- dr- uh, drum up adversity for the team to come through. Um, and, and I thought that when they did face adversity in the regular season, for the most part, they did a good job. You know, obviously there were the losses to the Colts and the Steelers where you kind of shake your head and, and scratch, scratch your head and just wonder why things weren't, weren't better. But, you know, I understand why there is uh, a loud minority of fans who are looking for a scalp this week. And John Harbaugh, as the, the figurehead of this organization, is definitely the, the most logical person to go to because you're not going to part ways with Lamar Jackson. But um, it's just the whole issue of, you know, are you sure that you can find someone better? And uh, I don't think there's more than like a 10 or 15% chance that you're moving on from John Harbaugh to find a guy who has this team better, you know, in better shape next year, five years, ten years from now, to go win a Super Bowl. There he is, Jonah Schaefer. Jonah, tell us what you're working on and uh, how we can find you on social media. Yeah, sure, just Baltimore Banner, BaltimoreBanner.com. Um, I guess we don't really know yet what the next Raven stuff coming up is. Uh, you know, hoping to get that John Harbaugh slash Eric DeCosta presser soon. Uh, but if not, we'll, uh, we'll, try to, we'll try to find some interesting stuff to write about. Hey, Jay, thanks a lot, Jonas. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Now, now, Ed saw what was happening on the middle screen. I saw it, too. I think you pointed it out to him, personally. No, he told me. Ed, tell him. <laughs> nope. Tell him what you saw on the middle screen. What's going on right there? The, you know, the cast there on ESPN, they were they're discussing should the taunting rule be changed in the NFL. I think we should discuss it because, uh, it go, it, you know, go to, it follows Joe's rant this morning. It's like, I just, I don't know, I I'm not buying that we even need this as a penalty unless someone's like in your face, banging into your face mask with theirs. Like, it's trash talk. It goes on in every sport. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure it goes on to basketball. Yeah. Oh, God. If you hear the things that guys say to one another playing basketball, yeah. 
Um, and football goes on. I mean, just you know, over the line, people say filthy things to each other, awful things. But doesn't every sport have some level of yes. taunting call? Yeah. Well, my point gotta, is this. Well, not really. Does hockey have something? Taunting? No. Not that I can think of. I mean, everybody has an unsportsmanlike conduct. You can also fight in that sport. Yeah. So you don't have to taunt. Because if you do that, you get punched in the face. What year is it, you savages? Uh, anyway. Well, the uniform we don't do that in basketball. We fake fall and cry about it. I know. You don't have fight straps on your tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> fight straps. <laughs> Could you imagine that in the NBA? They're talking about Draymond should retire because he's he's uh, got a screw loose. And then if he were in the NHL, everybody's like, this guy's great. <laughs> it's just funny. But they, when you get an authentic NHL jersey, it's got a fight strap in the back. Mm. So your jersey can't be pulled over your head. My whole thing, though, and what they were doing is they were showing – People pointing to defenders as they're going to the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah. They were showing, spinning the ball uh, after first down. All these things. And, Jeremy, my question is this. With all of these things going on without a flag, how do you, in the AFC Championship game, late in the f- third quarter, throw that taunting flag? If that's taunting six other th- – I don't care what Preston said, man. Mm-hmm. If that's taunting, six other things that happened in that game were taunting as well. That's I'm not arguing what's taunting. I'm just saying there's a lot of taunting going on in the game. How do you how do you pick that out of all the other things that happened? It's a hell of a time to throw it then, right? Exactly. Yeah. Out of all the things that happened in that game, that's the one you choose. It's over – oh, that's just too much. The headbutt, that deserved it. That's not taunting. That's just you, you still can't do that. That's what I said. You can't do that. But the reaction yeah. to the head, the reaction to how? Okay, you throw a fifteen-yard flag. Now Travis Kelsey's clapping in your face and pointing. Mm-hmm. That's not taunting. Sure it is. So how yes, do you choose, how do you choose that particular play and say this is too much? It goes by before the conversation. I think you brought it up with you. It just be even. If you're going to call a game a certain way, if you're going to let people play, you're going to swallow your whistle for this game. Okay. And call everything the same. Yeah. You know? Because when you get subjective calls like this where, well, that's not taunting. Well, that's taunting. Yeah. Because he was gyrating his hips. Exactly. You know, instead of like, you know, mocking you in another way. Like what Tyree Kill does. When he, when he, you can't he catch you him. He points. Sign. Yeah, he gives you the peace sign. You can't catch him. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.